Hey, Zeke. Yes, sir. It's been a while since I've had you on the ads before a show, but it is June. And what's a big day that comes up in June? Father's Day. It is Father's Day, and it could be dad season all year long with Orca Coolers. If you want a chaser, you want a camper, you want a traveler, all the things they have. They have those whiskey barrel chasers. They have the roto-molded coolers. Zeke, you're still rocking that Georgia National Championships chaser, right? You know it. I say this to you because this is a sponsor I am very comfortable with that you use their products and love their products. So go ahead and go to orcacoolers.com. Use code DADSEASON. It is Zeke approved to get 20% off your order and get your dad or yourself something great for Father's Day. Zeke, today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you are a distillery, if you are a bourbon group, a blog, whatever it is, a podcast, maybe you're another podcast like us and you want laser etched custom glassware, go ahead and reach out to me. I'd love to get you in touch with the whole team over at distilleryproducts.com. They also have cool swag like flasks, stirs, bar tools, also other stuff that you can laser engrave at wholesale prices at distilleryproducts.com. Last but not least, I have this on here because we know Zeke is not doing this one and he really wants to troll me bad doing it. But like, I want to sell you on the Spartan race, Zeke. I don't know if you know this. Like, have you ever seen the people that have the Spartan finisher tees on around ever? Like, have you wondered what's in a Spartan race? No, I I mean, I I can't say that I have, but if I did, I don't think it would have held my attention too long to begin with. Well, there's 5K, 10K, half marathon, even longer races, but with obstacles along the way, there's wall climbs, rope climbs, monkey bars. We know that like I'm going to go three monkey bars and fall, but I'm still going to do it and have fun because there is even a spear throw. So if you want to test your overall fitness, but whatever reason you want to race for, the feel you get when you cross the finish line the camaraderie on the course go ahead and reach out to us put a date on the calendar let's take a spartan race together all you have to do is post a video of yourself training for the spartan race use the hashtag spartan training tag spartan and tag us at dad's drinking bourbon then send me a screen grab i will give you the code for the free race do a spartan race with us or me while zeke watches and drinks all right zeke you got anything for me today you're laughing I, I mean, I already know this one's going to be inappropriate. So what am I going to have to cut out of this one? <laughs> Zeke's just nodding his head at me and saying it's bad. So buckle up, buttercup. Well, you know, with the, the state of society and everyone and everything. And, Pass. Uh, We're already dead. We're past this. So bad. So bad. It's <laughs> you're teasing this. I mean, unless if, if it's political, we're out. <laughs> I thought of this thing. I'm like, I'm just going to say it. Just go. John looks at me and goes, I-, I can't use that. What? Are <laughs> you lost your mind? I thought you were going to go Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. But like, if, if you want to keep it to the verdict, I'll let you have that. And I will just say the views of Zeke Baker are not necessarily the views of both Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Dad's Drinking Bourbon maintains that it is a neutral organization that really just likes drinking whiskey. And the only opinions we have are about whiskey. I'm really nervous. You got me putting out disclaimers. Well, on that note, all I'm going to say is I do use the Orca cup, (laughs) but I make my Mezcal cocktails in there that I've been, you know, rolling heavy on with the Cinco Sentidos for some time now. I, I, I don't know why I would ever use bourbon for that thing, but it does keep that cocktail at a perfect temp, even if I have to like go into a restaurant or something. We are like so past the ads like i recorded that on a different track that i already closed out (laughs) 
I know. I didn't want to say it during the ad because it would have been maybe negative. I don't know. How is that negative? That's great. I don't know. I was afraid you'd be like, it's not bourbon. It's the dad drinking bourbon podcast, not Zeke drinking Mezcal podcast. When have I ever said that? I mean, we did a Mezcal <laughs> episode. I'm really glad you use the Orca glass, and I'm really glad it keeps your drink cold for you. All right, then. So we're even. <laughs> My name is John Edwards. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell that cold open was. But together, along with Zeke Baker, we make the dad's drinking bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for making us part of your day. All right, get it out now. What is it that you were trying to say in the tamest way you could possibly say it? It's not tameable. It would cause Rex probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there anything you want to say? Because you have been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Is there anything specifically you would like to say about the trial? Like it's going to get remade into like a TV show or something. Like it was amazing programming. Maybe the best thing on TV, quote unquote, if you look at like public TV in like two years. I can't think of anything that, you know, basically lasted the length of a small sitcom and had that much content that people just wanted to watch almost every damn day. I mean, there were so many different angles to the trial and I'm trying to figure out right now, do they remake it as an American crime story? Like they did with the OJ Simpson trial and have like that 10 parter thing on FX. Is this get picked up by Netflix? Does this become a movie or does it get picked up by Amazon or Hulu? Like, where do you think the home for this is? Eight to 10 part series tops, but it's not going to be crime. I mean, I guess. Well, no, but that's what they committed. But that was the name of the series, right? Because they did more than one trial. It was American Crime Story, O.J. Simpson. They did another one, too, didn't they? I mean, I don't think this would be under the crime umbrella. More like that. Whoa, that crazy umbrella. Oh, it was American Crime Story, The People versus O.J. Simpson. So maybe it's called something different. Maybe it's called like a wine-fueled madness. Amber Heard. Mine better. What did you say yours was? I wasn't listening to you. Oh, crazy. So Ric Flair is casting this one? That'd be a great opening spin. I don't know. But man, that was uh, interesting. I'm just going to leave it at that. What do you think is the more compelling storyline? Because I would love to like get the backstory behind these characters and like see what happened when Elaine went home after a day where like Camille just objected every two seconds and elaine wasn't able to get a question in for amber like at one point in the trial she literally looked at amber was like i'm trying when camille just was objection 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 and finally like the judge is like listen maybe you should say it this way elaine the snickering between johnny and his lawyer not camille uh the male lawyer i I don't know his name but like they would literally sit there and laugh when people said stupid things and you got that crazy guy that licked his lips i just want the backstory behind these characters like what happens when they go home after this trial i mean very simply i would just revert to a different angle of well the scout mottos be prepared one side seemed very prepared and one side did not fair enough that's all you got like i feel like this would have got you going i don't want to 
It's an offline conversation. You know, it's been a good year so far. You have been very good this year. I think we are getting back into the swing of things. I'm finally feeling better. You can probably tell in my voice I'm feeling better. I actually have energy. I feel like the second it switched over to June, it was like, all right, that's behind me. I have a ton more energy than I did in May. I'm happy. Memorial Day weekend was good for me. Let's do this. We are drinking Elijah Craig. It is the second release in 2022 of elijah craig barrel proof and that means it's b522 that b stands for the second release the five is the month that it was released in may and then two two means it was 2022 like the previous edition this 12 year old bourbon is non-chill filtered and uncut to preserve all the natural esters and taste components from the barrel to the bottle the variance improved from batch to batch is an exercise for true whiskey aficionados to taste the bourbon in its truest form as a reminder the first batch from this year a 122 was 120.8 proof this one is 121 so it's not deviating a lot it is 120.8 to 121 it's 60.5 percent abv and of course here's where we say this no-brainer comes in at an msrp of 59.99 if you see this retail in a store we're not to you know completely take all the the wind out of the sails here if you see this in a store at 59.99 and you don't buy it you're a dummy even if like you're getting it giving it to a friend as a gift or you're trading it or you're doing something but 59.99 for this if you can find it that it's a no-brainer to me i don't know how you feel about that zeke yeah i mean msrp few things really outshine it for you know in that perspective but you know in a different light and kind of scrutinizing you know batch to batch and what the older ones may have been and how they compare the new ones you know that's where uh you know those of us that spend too much time Talking and debating whiskey already gives us something fun to throw out for a little while and, you know, have a new topic, hopefully. Oh, 100%. And that's where the fun is on these is that you are going to get the variance from the A, the B to the C, and you're going to get the variance in the year. There is a lot of different releases of this that you could actually have a lot of fun comparing. It is now at the point where I don't think it's feasible to do a tasting of all the Elijah Craig barrel proofs in one sitting. Which random, and I can't remember, we may have even done this at some point. I feel like we talked about it a long time ago, but the grenades, they're what, 125 proof? Yeah, they are. And granted, I haven't had one in more than a hot minute, but I don't recollect ever having one that I thought truly reminded me of any of the ECBPs. No, it it is more... The crazy thing about it, it's the same mash bill and everything, right? But don't you get a little bit of spiciness in the the grenade that you don't get? Like, it's like a rye spice that comes out more. It's been a minute. I mean, but I... And I couldn't remember if we ever actually sat down and tried to, like, really compare the two. But, I mean, I do remember that anytime I had them over the years versus having, you know, the the regular ECBP, it's just like, well, what what do y'all do different here? Like, it's a different age obviously or something or different rig placement that you certainly like pull or that you pull all these from but i mean there's got to be some little uh nuance or trick to those that keeps them you know with enough variance where you're like oh well now that's interesting you ain't wrong anyways what do you think about this whiskey <laughs> so for this one the second batch of 22 i thought that taste wise it was a very simple flavor and maybe even saying flavors was kind of a reach as funny as that sounds but at the same time this thing has a very 
big profile. To me, it was very much all in the middle of the back of the pore. It was thick. It hangs around really well, and it gets really close, but it never quite gets too hot at all. And then also, obviously, being such a big middle in the back you know, profile to me, I thought it had a nice, long, lingering finish as well. Again, that was, you know, warm, but never too hot. You're drinking barrel-proof whiskey. And I thought this really towed the line, especially as far as, like I say, maybe not in flavors, because I really didn't get a ton. But as far as just a big profile, big viscous pour, hits a different kind of senses, hangs around, you just feel it well, but it never got too big. It was just like right there, like, come on, step over the line step over the line. It just never does it. You're like, all right, like that's interesting. So I get the normal on the nose that I get for a lot of Elijah Craig's where you get that baking spices, brown sugar makes me think of food as it should, right? As a lot of whiskey should, but it's really like the bakery food. Like I feel like you're going to be making cookies or bread, something sweet, not too sweet. I think going back to what you were saying about the grenade, the funny thing about, you know, ECBP versus the grenade, I get like it's more earthy, I think, with the grenade where you, know, you get a little more grassy rye where this is just like a bold rye spice, black pepper in the middle. Like, I think for this one, all that flavor, like you said, I did get like a little bit of leather, a little bit of oak and just a good pepper kick in the middle, but it never went too far. Like, it's exactly what you said. I'm not agreeing with you to agree with you. But it's like it rode the line so close where it was like, ah, man, if it had a little bit more, that would have kicked this into like, you know, the proof is there. You could tell it's there. The spice is there, but it just takes it just far enough that it's still really, really good to drink. And you're like, wow, how did they let it ride the line? Like it, it is just right. It's so balanced in the sense of like little weight either way. It's good tip over, but it is great right here. Like it is a really good pour. Yeah. And I mean, to me, I thought this was, uh, you know, sensory in a, a direction other than, you know, picking up various flavors and, and tasting three to four to eight different things. I really got one or two, three core elements tops. And then I was like, well, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. I'm not going to focus. But if you switch gears and get the other sensory side, this thing lights them up. I mean, it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just thought it was kind of neat in that regard that I, I haven't had anything that, you know, quite did that for me, at least in some time that I can recollect. And when I say oak here, I mean, I think there's a, a good amount of sweet oak, not a dry oak on this one which i think adds to that kind of blending everything together i think for us like the profile we find this is a crusher for 121 proof like i'm not saying you should sit here and crush it but it's that dangerous dangerous type pour where it's a little bit sweet and it's right there and it's like ah man you might have one and really think that the proof didn't get you but like it's gonna come up and bite you in the ass if you have two or three so be careful but i feel like it's that sweet oak really just kind of blends everything together. The other thing I'd say is the mouthfeel is killer on this. Just like right in the middle of it's not coating your mouth too much, but it's not too thin. Like I've said this before for other pours. This is totally a Goldilocks pour for me. It's like it's, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just right. Yeah, I think the 
wettish type oak or however you want to describe it definitely to me is what makes the finish better and more memorable because it's not that dry parching feeling yep it, it's it's a little smoother flows down not quicker but just kind of easier on you but anyways i would agree with you right that finish is, is super memorable it's got the good pop we know what we think about it I think it's pretty solid to say we're both buys on this. How do you feel like this compares to A? Um, you know, I tried to think about that earlier, and it's been more than a minute, so I don't remember that 110%, but I do remember, as always, people, as soon as they see the proof, then if it's not above 125 or 130, they start, you know, hemming and hawing, and, oh, it's not going to be a good one. It's not going to be strong enough, yada, yada, yada. But to revert back to this one, because literally, like I said, I just don't remember that that first batch enough. I think anyone that complains or, or doesn't buy this or get excited about it because they see the proof, they're doing themselves a disservice. I mean, it it gets right there so good and then just rides it out. Like I, if you chase proofs or whatever people want to call it, this one will surprise you. No, it's not going to scald you like a hazmat, but it's hitting harder than 121. But I don't want it higher. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I, no, I mean, this not even one, the proof, just the, the profile, I don't want any higher. I mean, it could be 128 and be softer. It could be 120 and be hotter. Yeah. But where this profile lands is, to me, about as fine-tuning as you can get on one, especially for a batched product. And I really don't want them to sit there and just like high proof for a proof chaser. It's like proof each batch to where it needs to be. I think they did an amazing one here. I think this is perfect the way it is. Yeah, and then I guess as a random tidbit, for anyone that's fooling around doing blending or anything of that these days, I think the body that this would give to some other product that maybe had a little more sweet or different notes, you could probably craft out something pretty fun. I agree. As always, thank you to Lauren at Heaven Hill for sending us a sample of this. We always enjoy drinking Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. I know we're going to have Larceny Barrel Proof here soon. Zeke, I think next week I'm finally going to get out the Clay Risen interview. And it just was two hours. It took, I didn't have the stamina. I know you don't listen to us, so you know that that hasn't uh, come out yet, but I just didn't have the stamina to do all that editing. I do now. I was really good for like the good 30 minute hitters. And then if it was over that, I was like, I got to take a nap. So apologies to Clay. That was one of the most amazing conversations we've had on this show. And I can't wait to get that out to all of you. We have stuff coming up with Grand Marnier. We have other interviews that will be coming down the line. We have other reviews coming down the line. So a lot it is going to be a busy June for the dads. July and August are going to be busy for us in other ways. So And September. So busy rest of the year for the dads. We can't wait to uh, kick it in. I'm glad we got our both of our sicknesses out of the way early. But uh, we'll talk to you all soon. I did get caught up recently. I just actually thought that I waited so late to get kind of caught up that I'd missed it that far back. <laughs> no. No. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review about our show, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else could the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee, and maybe even the Kentucky Barbecue and Bourbon Challenge in a couple of weekends. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that again for next week. Cheers. Ciao.